everyone. Welcome to Flywheel, your number one source for everything Brax, DeFi, and everything in between. If you want to know what's going on in the world on chain, you've come to the right place. This is DeFi Dave, here with Capital K, and we're here to help you harness the power of the Flywheel. And talk about getting deep into the Flywheel. We had on the llamas. We have people on in the Curve Convex ecosystem that are doing some really cool things, building out the official NFTs for that ecosystem. Kit, what are your thoughts on the episode? Dude, first thing, I was like, these are DeFi guys, but they're building an NFT project. Yeah. So I thought that was a pretty damn interesting thing. And I really am excited to see how this project works out because like, I've never had a DeFi team build an NFT project. So I just want yeah, to see what kind of Yeah, and it things... sounds like they have like actual utility within the ecosystem. And, you know, all the people they're having to help, like, you know, with the code and stuff, it's not going to be your standard ERC-721. Like, this is going to be real utility. And, like, this was an out. Al- this is- whole alpha episode was alpha. Because if you want, like, you know, people talk about, like, oh, like, when are my JPEGs are going to do something? Well, your JPEGs are going to do something here. And not only that, they're really cool looking in the way they're, like, utilizing AI to build out and, like, to create these llamas is, like, Quite interesting. These are organic, artisanal llamas. Right, yeah. You know, spoken <laughs> into existence, you know, fresh, fresh from the prompts. If you want to get yes. fresh content every time, every day of the week, make sure you've subscribed to our Substack flywheel output. We've been really outputting a lot of content there. So make sure you click the link below and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube. Leave us a comment. Give us a like. Don't forget to Follow us on Twitter at FlywheelFi. Don't forget to join the conversation on Telegram at FlywheelFi. You can follow me on Twitter at DeepByDave22. You can follow me at 0x capital underscore K. And let's get the flywheel spinning. Do you hold ETH but don't know what to do with it? Want to earn those juicy liquid staking derivative yields but don't know where to start? Well, Frax ETH is there for you. Frax ETH is Frax's native LSD solution, allowing you to earn boosted yields in multiple ways on your ETH. If you want to get started, go to app.frax.finance and turn your ETH into Frax ETH today. Greetings, everyone. Today, I am pleased to announce that we have the llamas on. The llamas working on some curved convex NFTs. And I've seen them been grinding for a while. Uh, we have PK, who we've been in touch for several months now. We have Panda, and we have Hall. Guys, thank you for coming on this episode. I love having, like, Frax and Curve people on together. It just feels like, you know, like, brothers getting along, just like, you know, everyone's together and everything. So, guys, thanks for coming Vibin. on. Vibin. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks thank for having us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's just get right into it. Um, I would love to, before we get into the llamas, I want to get into what you guys are up to and like how you guys ended up in this very interesting corner of DeFi. So what are your backgrounds and how'd you guys get involved in the whole curve ecosystem? Panda, we'll lead it off with you. Ooh, okay. Um, so like lots of people, uh, I bought the top in 2017 um and yeah many people did that and then i kind of made the mistake of, of losing interest for a while until i kind of got into DeFi in DeFi summer but towards the tail end as well um and i started hearing about curve and, and reading about curve and kind of gravitated there my problem was like having bought the top and not making any money for years that i kind of needed something to you know to kind of 
democratize um, Curve, make it more accessible for like a smaller bag. So that's when I heard about Convex. And I was like, great, so I can leverage this. I don't have to lock for four years, gas wars, all of that kind of stuff. So I got into Convex really early and there was a, like a good crowd and then much like the liquidity on Curve, you know, sticky, everyone's stuck around. And uh, I just ended up never leaving. So yeah, that's me. The liquidity sticky, the community sticky, you love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. PK, what about you? Yeah, um, I got into DeFi pretty early, like into the, you know, whole DeFi thing, like crypto has been around, you know, over a decade, Ethereum, uh, you know, another year or two, we're closing in on a decade. But DeFi itself is only three and a half years old or something like that, maybe four. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't at the very beginning, but I was pretty early on. And, you know, Curve's been around since basically the start. Um, it's like the, the center of everything. You know, you can't have DeFi mm -hmm. without Ethereum and without uh, stable dollar liquidity. And Curve mm -hmm. is the, the OG stable dollar liquidity uh, home of the entire world. So I really got into Convex, uh, similar to Panda. I liked kind of the idea of the derivative product. Um, before crypto, I uh, was like into options and TradFi. So the idea of the derivatives and the leveraging and all of that really clicked with me. And then, of course, uh, the whole Frax. It really, tickled, it really tickled your fancy, huh? Yeah, definitely. And Frax, of course, it was right, you know, right there. You can't have Convex and Curve without Frax. Um, you know, they all, they all kind of own each other. It's, it's a mutual beneficial relationship. It's like, um, the feedback loop, you know, we saw the feedback loop kind of mm -hmm. unwind a little bit. People are talking about the death spiral that, that doesn't exist. Uh, you know, we went down, but there's real yield. And when there's real yield and real use and curve is the only thing, I mean, as far as I'm concerned in all of DeFi where the governance actually matters, you know, it's like whatever, 97, 98% governance participation, it's because uh, it's because it matters because protocols need governance to stabilize their protocols, um, and Curve does that better than anybody. So it's like the best use case uh, validator in DeFi, as far as I'm concerned. Hell yeah, Hawk. Up to you, PK. There's obviously some questions I want to get to later, but I want to get Hawk's backstory first. Yeah, totally. Uh I uh, am also class of uh, 2017. Um, I, uh, uh, you know, I was on um, kind of on Twitter trying to uh, uh, figure out how like a, a maker worked in these like a like a like a, 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 um, a banks popping up on the blockchain. I think that's how people talked about them back in that at that time. But uh, mm -hmm. I, you know, I tripped into the curve. Uh, telegram and the team was was a really nice and it was an and i um you know like i wanted to try out a maker and so i began to lp in in a white pool um when that first launched and that like you know kind of changed my crypto trajectory into this like into just the craziness that was i i i, I DeFi uh summer with like Wi-Fi and compound and all that just getting crazy and you know I can't talk about uh, that time without talking about like a uh uh attendees and a 
based and all the like crazy degen ones oh, you're, too you're taking me down memory lane i know right <laughs> nostalgia such a pure time honestly it was just like everything was for the very first time were you so you were oh, farming wi-fi yeah wi-fi? okay I, 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 yeah um, my like crumbles of my uh bag after getting just absolutely demolished in 2818 like 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 a win to the wi-fi farm and i survived you survived <laughs> you got out of it you know yeah. and now we're all here um yeah. yeah and pk there's a point i want to say you said dead spirals that ain't a thing that's impossible we know can you get into that a bit more like what do you mean because like there's a lot of haters and doubters out there at curve and we see them on twitter so this is your chance to answer them. Oh, boy. Um, I guess, you know, the, the idea of the death spiral is like it's going to go to zero or down 99.9% or whatever. And uh, Curve, you know, expanding on earlier, Curve is like the only, you know, I see it as the only stable dollar launch pad that works in, in the world. Um, anywhere else, you know, you can, people can seed their LP on 100 different DEXs, but it doesn't mean they're going to hold their peg. Um, doesn't mean the liquidity is going to be deep. So the curve offers through their governance is any like new uh, DAO or project or protocol or whatever with a stable dollar or um, a synthetic or whatever it is, they can basically bootstrap uh, themselves in their peg to a, to a pretty large degree, better than anywhere else through the curve governance. Like uh, through Convex, through Curve, they can basically buy you know my votes to make sure that enough curve emissions go to their pool to incentivize their liquidity. And um, to maintain their peg while they're kind of starting out and are a brand new baby. Like, I'll <laughs> go on a little more. I mean, you know, the, yeah. the whole dollar protocol right now, it's not supposed to be under collateralized, mm-hmm. and it is um, mm-hmm. through bad debt. And, you know, a, a couple different things went down, uh, mm-hmm. but they still have their peg. And if they're on anywhere else but curve, you know, I don't think they would have their peg. But because of the governance, yeah. and they're really, you know, I don't know how long it will last and everything, but. Uh, they're they're managing it. They're micromanaging it through through their uh, through the curves and the governance and the yield and everything um, to make sure that yeah. they're holding it for now. For sure, like curve is the center for stable coins. It really is the foundation layer zero for all kinds of stable coins. That first dollar stable coins, like the central bank of crypto. I don't think Frax would exist without curve. I don't think Frax would have been able to like bootstrap the way it did and like all these other different crypto collateralized stable coins like otherwise we'd just be in a world stuck with your maker DAOs and you're like mostly centralized cryptos but like curve gives an arena for these dollar stable coins to blossom gives them a and chance now what we're, gives them a chance and now what we're seeing is like stable coins there's a bigger world beyond dollar stable coins now you have yeah. and this yeah. is like this is where it gets, yeah this is where it gets real interesting because now you have all these different you know LSD, ETH LSDs coming online and they're going to need a place to ensure liquidity, especially you know, right now before Shanghai, especially like who knows, like after Shanghai, who knows how that's going to turn out. And Curve is becoming the arena and it seems like every LSD but Frax is ill-prepared for that battle. Um, 100%. Frax ETH yeah, oh uh, stable yeah. pair or uh, uh, base pair. Frax ETH base yeah, pair. Yeah, Frax ETH base pair. Like <laughs> when Frax ETH, they've been talking about that, right? That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It- it's it's absolutely crazy just to watch the uh, locks and just that like uh, Frax knows how to uh, how to uh, like work with a, a curve and they know and they made this a really elegant 
to a, a token model and it's just been absolutely wild to, to like to watch it climb mm-hmm. every day it just is every like day. higher higher Obviously. higher higher yeah, yeah. it is kid, it's cool yeah i can see you know this week we did frax check and that hockey stick bro that's undeniable it's crazy to see it's funny because back in april i hosted a, a meetup in amsterdam the first ever fractionless meetup uh you know bringing to people like i think 15 people showed up and i got sam to facetime and it was mm-hmm. there that he announced uh i think for the first time ever that they were building an eth lsd was at that meetup because he was like essentially like you know it's just a stable coin but it's just pegged to eth mm-hmm. and that was back in april and to see like hey he, he had the vision of like when of where like lsds were going and now it's like the big meta on twitter is like is like you know, the Frax team was seeing that back in April and June, and now everybody and their mother's hopping on LSDs. Mm-hmm. So um, do you guys see, like, anything else? <laughs> and, like, any other stable coins, like, popping up in the picture? Like, now you have LSDs, like, uh, ETH LSDs. Do you see, like, maybe, like, other types of LSDs? Maybe, like, do you see, like, BTC stable coins making a comeback? Like, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, I mean... um, um... I think what's a really um, interest, uh, what's a really cool, and this kind of ties to Curve at, 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 as well, is um, I I think that um, like a like a liquidity pools will begin to be uh, tokenized, and it could be a uh, Bitcoin, it could be uh, Ether, could be a what like a whatever, but um, I I I I think these protocols are going to take like a look like a liquidity pools to launch their uh their uh their their their, their digital uh dollar coins yeah and like i feel like this brings more and more of like a use case for curve because it's not just dollar stable coins it's all these other stable coins and that just like you know leads to more activity more governments and then it's just like the emissions bootstrap the actual fees and at the end of the day it's like we want the fees to be self-supporting and you know We'll see, you know, oh totally yeah, and yeah. it's also like uh it's also like a permissionless and like a curves uh like uh security is top 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 notch and and um even if a problem happens like uh, nobody gets drained or uh, whatever yeah. they just close the pool and you can well with speaking withdraw. of security you guys just like not like kind of nodded something in my memory a bit about uh the whole mochi situation and mochi like was about to like take Holy. over curb governance can we like take a trip down memory lane and like what are your guys' thoughts on how curb governance because they pulled the emergency button lever on that um mm-hmm. how do you guys like look back on the situation how it was handled and um what are you guys thoughts on that i think um you know like going back to that time we were all in convex and we were promised a big airdrop which we're still waiting for you know um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, TM. yeah no um i'd actually talk about the positives that came out of that you know um since then we've had the big involvement of llama risk well many people know them as the crypto risk team they've just had a big rebrand to llama risk um and i think that's been really interesting now to have like a third party that is independent you know um, they do have, they do take a grant as well, but they're, they're basically as independent as you could be in this area. And they're providing detailed information, detailed reports 
they've got some of the best brands in, in crypto, you know, trying to keep LPs safe. Um, so I think in that regard, you know, maybe it was a necessary evil. You know, we could have like opened the floodgates to everyone, just handed out gauges, let all the shit coins in. And as this kind of happened pretty early on at the beginning, uh, there hasn't really been any cases since. Um, and you know, if, 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 as long as, as long as we continue being given such good information, people can vote in an informed manner. So, um, I think, it, yeah, it's, it, it was a tough one and it was a bad narrative at the time, but coming out of it, we've come out really strong. I think yeah. it was an interesting time as, as well. Cause, um, a lot of us in the Cambodian uh, protocol were um, trying to capture this like uh, decentralized uh, venture capitalist use case out of like what Hovodium could evolve into, and I I think it was just a, like a really bad luck that the the one time that um, the community kind of aligned to try it that it that it was a mochi. But um, to a to a pandas up up points though um, I I I think like like a lot of uh, positives came came out of it. When you say like oh going for this like decentralized hedge fund angle, what do you mean by that? Oh um, just at the time uh, we were kind of talking of like you know like con 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 convex controls the. It was um that it was be it was be 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 for uh fractionalized of 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 on convex and it was this it was kind of the it was kind of the 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 chooser and what controlled uh uh curve at the time and we were just you know trying to crack this like could we as a as a community um kind of like um um incubate a new projects and like create the tokens all of us wanted to um um have mm -hmm. and you know like we tried and we got hamochi and um I, 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 I and like you know um and then we got the uh the the uh, 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 a risk team out of it and that's probably the best case yeah. uh scenario <laughs> honestly they're phenomenal like their reports are super well written super detailed you know very unbiased like they go over every little bit like anything you want to know about you know a potential stable coming up whether i remember reading about frax they they got uh they got luna pretty well i mean i mean they mm -hmm. they had their warnings for luna and like they were right like the warnings are, are like there um for yeah. terra um and so um it's in it's also interesting to see like over the past two years, like in the world of stable coins, it seems you know, I, I consider stable coins like uh, kind of like the holy grail of crypto. Like who can have like who can like have like the top dollar peg stable coin? Like was it, you mm -hmm. know, first you had, you know, Danny and then you had like Doe and like you had it seemed like whoever was in charge of like the stable coin became the main character of CT or whatever. And so like what are your guys' <laughs> thoughts on hmm. like you know what it takes to be a leader in the stablecoin space space what these guys did wrong and like you know what you know if you're like running a stablecoin like what you should do right 
uh, slow and steady growth. You know, you don't need to rush it. Um, I think Frax, I mean, I, Frax has proved itself that uh, yeah. they've held the peg through it all, you know. I mean, Terra collapsed, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the FTX stuff, you know, Black Swan after Black Swan this last year, three, four in a row. And Frax is, is killing it. They, you know, they're still 1.0001. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah. nothing's, nothing's hurting them. Uh, we've gone through the craziest things I can possibly imagine. And yeah. not only are they here, they're, you know, stronger than ever, shipping new products. Uh, it's like, you know, when every base pair, not just ETH base pair, when, when's the Bitcoin right. coming out? When is the complete pure Frax tri-crypto coming out? Uh, it's all um, it's all in Frax. I'm definitely a Fraximalist. You know, I have some Frax or FXS locked for four years. Uh, I'm I'm full send. Yeah, let's hear your Frax bull case. Like, let's get into that more. Like, how did you get into Frax? What do you you know? What really caught your eye about Frax, and what do you think like Frax is really doing right? Um, I got into me personally into Frax. Uh, a lot of it through Convex. You know, I take. I've been taking a lot of my bribes or my my votes um, every two weeks into Frax, so supporting the the liquidity and locking it up and uh, farming and yielding. I'll say my um my secret share here. Uh, I have a lot of a lot. My main you know portion of ETH is split between SFRX ETH and the FIRX ETH you know ETH pair, and a lot of people are you know paired on Curve. A lot more people are paired on Convex. But I think the secret here is the Frax dot convex uh, vaults, and you know you can lock it up for a week, you can lock it up for a year, and you get that extra FXS yield on top of all the other yield. And people don't realize like you can be getting uh, you know decently over ten percent uh, through the vaults. And the the really special thing, I mean, I have some, I have a couple different uh, you know, kind of vaults set up different times, um, some really long locks and some shorter locks. But you can lock it for a really short amount of time, like a week, and then you'll kind of still be liquid if, like, you're afraid, you know, whatever. Um, but you'll still get after the unlock, you still kind of get some extra base FXS yield off of that, and that's kind of the best possible place you can put your liquid ETH, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I can't agree more. I'm honestly like, I'm just straight up on the Frax app. <laughs> <Just like>, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if you can get more proximal than that. I'm just like, oh, I'm locked up. I'm gonna use this locked up uh, FXS for a reason. I'm not, you know, no fees, just straight, straight from the source. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, well, yeah the ultimate, the ultimate, the ultimate fraxless move, the frax out. <laughs> yeah, um, but cool. Uh, Panda Hop, like, I'm curious, like, Panda, like, what are your thoughts on frax, like? Are you a Frax fan? So you're more so in curve and you like respect Frax because of like how they've been a participant within the curve convex ecosystem. No, no, I've, I am, um, I got my first FXS bag and I think it was last summer or the year before, before the run up. Um, just, I kind of, I just found the vision really interesting, you know, I kind of aligned myself to that kind of ethos, think big and, and, you know, try and see it through and um i'd stuck with it and then you know slowly started to merge with with curve and with convex and they kind of like where does one end where does one begin you know when you unite the two of them just like the kind of this this tail's power is huge um Mm -hmm. and then um i um i had some eth left over and i thought i was like 
you know, the LSD narrative and I've been paying a lot of attention to what Sam's saying, like reading the telegram, blah, blah. And, um, then with state Fraxita, I was like, wow, fantastic. You know, I've got a rebasing, um, you know, interest bearing CDP, uh, no mainnet fees, no mainnet gas, um, and I can borrow against it. Yeah. And it, you know, it's all there somewhere I trust. Um, cause so I've, I've been writing about it a lot on Twitter and, and pretty cool now just seeing that the, the proposal went through, you know, with JPEG and that's probably in my opinion, the beginning, like they're going to open the floodgates now on like pairings against Fraxis. And then we're going to really see this kind of stable coin narrative really play out, but with ease. Um, what so passed with uh, JPEGs specifically? Um, so actually PK, uh, can talk to, can talk more about this cause he's actually using JPEG, but it was the JPEG ETH with Frax ETH, uh, as a pair, right? JP, um, PK. Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't, I haven't, uh, read the latest governance stuff for the last couple of weeks on JPEG. I am in JPEG. Um, I have some, some NFTs collateralized there and, you know, have some PEs borrowed against that in farming. Uh, I'll have, I have to double check my governance. There's so much going on. It's hard to keep up with everything. But that's another thing is like, you know, of course, LSDs are the big narrative right now. Maybe the next narrative I'm kind of thinking about is the synthetics. You know, PETH um, is holding PEG pretty well. And because of the limited way to kind of get into PETH through the NFTs and the amount uh, of like convex that Tetranode owns or JPEG owns, um, you just like crazy boosted yield compared to basically any other pair. And, yeah, and it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's insane to see. Um, it's mm -hmm. insane to use. And, uh, you know, maybe one day uh, llamas will be whitelisted on JPEG. We'll see in a year. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Speaking of llamas, that's why we're all here. Actually, I'm curious, like, how did llamas become the mascot of the Curve Convex ecosystem? Let's get into that first, and then let's get into the llamas and NFTs. Oh, well. oh man, I, th I think that's one of those legends that like What's no one knows a true answer to. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. The first time I came across it um, was in the Telegram when uh, when Curve was about to launch the uh, the uh, uh, DAO, and uh, everyone was just hassling uh, Kendrick, um, who is the like the llama mod. Of, of um and just all the uh, memes were just all these uh, like llamas for i don't know like two and a half hours three hours <laughs> oh kendrick llama <laughs> yeah yes of course there's and like then, there's so much llama yeah. um i mean outside of convex too like with curve um going back to like curve founding i think charlie maybe um coming out of curve like x uh, right. launching like a llama LLC, which kind of backs, you know, DeFi llama nonprofit. And then there's some llamas that like aren't directly mm. connected to Curve and Convex and Frax, but they're, you know, a goodwill DeFi um, product. You know, they're providing stuff that, you know, huge big corporations like Misari and whatever, all these other, you know, uh, kind of Web 2.5 companies are like charging $200, $500, for a month, depending on your level. DeFi Llama is providing, you know, equivalent, if not better, resources in them for free to everybody. 
And so I think the llamas kind of mm-hmm. stand for like a goodwill thing in DeFi. It's kind of like, um, like if you want to be a top tier, you want to be a llama. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and DeFi llama has been, you know, they went, came off with a bang. Cause I remember it was like DeFi Pulse was the main place for like any information about right. TVL. They invented TVL and then. They kind of had something against all the other chains. They're like, no, like real DeFi is only on ETH. It's not a BSC, blah, blah, blah. And then, <laughs> then like DeFi Llama came said and said like, well, fuck that shit. You know, wherever, you know, when it's on chain, whether it's like, depend, doesn't matter how decentralized, centralized this and that, you can get into those debates. Like we're going to keep track of it. And it just evolved naturally from there. And it was beautiful to see TVL. And then it got, it's like infinite. It feels like it's infinite. All like the different statistics you can like get lost in these really intricate rabbit holes on DeFi llama they really built a phenomenal product and i'm really happy that they built the meta aggregator i was gonna say actually... yeah now i mean mm-hmm. besides uh mm-hmm. analytics now they're building you know pure real products here right. the aggregator of aggregators like it's uh it's insane 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 yeah yeah i, I think you guys are right like the llama is almost like a symbol of just of good of of baseness in in the yeah. in the DeFi space and it's not yeah, like it's... curve or, or specific or anything it's, it's just about being this this symbol for for everyone to buy yeah, after for like true DeFi, like i've heard like many times before like curve is like the truest dao and not just DeFi of all crypto that's like functioning it's really like a shining example of like what DAOs could become and the llamas being the mascot of that and representing that is huge and it just makes sense for like you know, it's it's probably overdue, definitely, for the llamas NFTs to come out. Mm-hmm. So, um, how did like the llamas MST NFTs start? Like, whose idea was it? You guys like came together and like, what was your inspiration? And you guys have been talking about utility within the ecosystem. Let's just just jump right into it. Uh, PK. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was it really has grown. Um, you know, a lot of people have kind of come together here. We're all working. You know, like you said, kind of goodwill, like uh in a nonprofit kind of way. Everybody's a volunteer. We have over a dozen people working on this devs from many different protocols uh, in Ethereum, in the Curve ecosystem. We're all kind of contributing little bits. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how many names I should like drop here or whatever, you know, like just jousting is helping with our UI. And so is, mm-hmm. um, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, from the crypto risk team or uh, the llama, llama risk, like we we're talking about earlier, knows has helped reviewing some of our code. Uh, Curve Cap, you just had on. Uh, he mm-hmm. helping, you know, with our code too, with the badges, with uh, Viper working on that. Um, it's just like it's everybody's come together to work on this, and uh, you know, it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't a volunteer nonprofit kind of thing where we're not taking any money. We're not like the team's not charging anything. We're not taking any cuts. Um, all the profit, all the whatever fees of everything is going back to the treasury. And then most of that is basically getting, all of it's getting flywheeled. Most of it's getting airdropped to the users. And a little bit that's not getting airdropped is basically going towards like community, DeFi, funding, Viper kind of uh, related things. Maybe, um, I don't know if Hoth or Panda want to add a little here. Yeah. So, oh, I've lost, oh, yeah, my internet's gone. Sorry. Um, yeah. So as, as, as PK was saying, it's been amazing, like the feedback that we've had from people inside the eco. And we've always thought that it was best to kind of try and maintain a synergetic approach with everyone, 
keep them informed on what we were trying to do along the way so that they could kind of, you know, handheld us when we need to be, push us in the right direction here and there. Um, so we, we, like now I can, you know, one great example that no one's aware of so far since so a bit of alpha. Uh, Tommy Genesis from Votum has just agreed to be on our multi-sig at the beginning, you know, so for anyone who's a bit nervous about things, you know, like we've got like a really reputable pillar of the kind of the curve eco who's, who's kind of joining us in that way. And then we've had, um, yeah, Fidi knows and, 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 and a few others helping us with code. Uh, the other thing is our, our code itself, um, inning, Garrett forked it for us from the NPCs, from his, from his project. Um, you know, so it's great to have those people kind of involved from the very beginning. Like Alunera and, thrown really quickly too, you know, while in the Air Force, um, you know, oh yeah, has has Big given bang. us some forked um, some forked code as well to you know help us out and you know future um, you know we have planned future integrations with different protocols in the ecosystem. We won't drop them all yet, but you know it's like we're tying everything Whoa. together here. So we we have a lot of forking around going on yeah. here. I <laughs> see, you know, a little bit of here from CurveCat, a little bit from Zerox Aluna. Did I, yeah, Aluna. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. Alanera, Alanera, Alanera. I just, I just remember the green, the, the, the red hat. <laughs> yeah, the red hat. The guy with the red hat. Yeah. The, 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 the. So you don't have to reveal like what you know who you're exactly partnering with and this and that. But like, what kind of utility can DeFi users expect if they hold a llama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Hoth, you want to do it? Oh yeah, yeah. I can I can um, um, hop in here. So um, we have a kind of a of a, a multi pronged approach here that um, you know, like one of the big like missions of this project is to onboard a a new uh, generation into this like curve world of all these all these different uh, DAOs and protocols that all connect to Curve, and, um, and we are also um launching this to be this kind of a connective tissue between all these different uh groups um and uh you know just to better create coordination and opportunity um and then you know the, the like uh, the last one is is that you know like um these llamas are going to control a treasury that will be uh that will be uh up 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 flywheeling and um you know just growing and growing and and there's a, not a ton of of llamas um there's only and, so uh, many llamas yes exactly <laughs> the llamas are very rare facts so we're gonna be sharing like um basically we're gonna be airdropping our flywheel yield directly to the llamas and uh so in a way by owning a llama you're kind of running the entire curve ecosystem flywheel you know one llama is just a little over one one thousandth of the entire, you know, kind of treasury that we own. Whoa. So each llama represents, you know, the treasury. Whoa. So oh, it's like, okay. it's just like, it's just like your ticket to participate in the curve ecosystem is holding. Yeah. And so a big thing is like, there's been a couple of tries before and especially last cycle, there's so much division, like your NFT maxis, uh, DeFi maxis, there wasn't much bridging crossover. And uh, we think we might, you know, be able to kind of help with that 
And especially mm-hmm. the last couple months, I've seen a lot of, you know, DeFi friends finally starting to buy some NFTs. A lot of NFT people getting more interested in like what's real, what does real yield mean? We got we got some cross pollination going. Yeah, on. and so we like to keep spreading that, you know, that pollination. And um and you know, we just want to keep shipping utility. Uh we have four or five phases kind of planned. Um I don't know how much we want, you know, the first phase is obviously the mint. Uh, then we're going to kind of treasury build for a couple months, then get into the, well, the badges. We'll talk about the badges um, in a little bit. But then the, the badges and the airdropping from the flywheel. And then beyond that, we have more plans um, for more utility. Uh, kind of some of it's connected to the badges, some of it's connected to, you know, the PFP, ENS kind of domains and um, more and more stuff. What are the badges you mentioned? Yeah, it's a big part. Um, I, I think, does Pando want to talk about this? I'm not sure. Yeah. So as PK was saying, we've got that, you know, rollout one, V1 is PFP, getting to know everyone, you know, trading. We want it to find a floor, everything to calm down. Um, we also wanted to deploy kind of, unlike most people, into the bear. Uh, this gives us the best opportunity to... Mm-hmm accumulate as many eco coins as possible right mm-hmm. you know um so for us actually it's kind of like a benefit watching the chart going up is 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 like from a from a llama's perspective not the best it's better if it just comes back down for a little while and and, and lets us farm you know um mm-hmm. i think that kind of stands us out from most nft projects in that way is that we actually really kind of we can take advantage of this time. Like it's a long-term project. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, if we just bounce around here in the market, it's great for us. Um, So first we'll have, we'll, you know, we'll launch and then we'll be farming. Um, We're in discussions with multiple protocols right now to grants as well from their respective coins, which will then flywheel in as well. So they'll be locked in perpetuity and just will accumulate and accumulate and then we can move into governance simple voting on gauges you know the classic kind of curve convex um route and then after that we're going to introduce a badge system so the badge system in itself is kind of like a a digital reputation system right and um what will happen is as we see it in that at the beginning we will deploy badges uh, which you can accumulate on chain off chain by completing different actions uh, the aim of the badges is that it will give a boost to your yield which is kicked back from the treasury right so mm-hmm. if we've got a thousand llamas a thousand one hundred and eleven and only 600 people try and get the badge they're getting it together you know like a big boost so this is like a kind of gamified incentivization um part of uh, so yeah the what could be the badges for like how can one earn a badge yeah i mean um as as hawthorne said earlier we're really we're really keen to like onboard new people into the ecosystem and to be a crossover so we don't just want it to be like hardcore niche defi kind of stuff like contributing to the code and this and that you know some of it can just be you know for example a new protocol wants to bootstrap and they deploy a badge and say you know lpr pool 
It can be writing a thread. It could be one that I'm personally quite keen to see is people submit kind of research for the crypto risk team for for Llama Risk, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you got published, you know, that could be like a lifetime badge that you hold, you know? The idea is that most of them will decay, kind of an homage to VECRV, but some of them will be lifetime badges. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, if the listeners have made it so far, I, I, I imagine that there'll be one for everyone who holds from mint you know like a mental badge a mental badge you know along those, along those lines so, yeah the scope with what we can do with them is pretty large and i think long term the goal uh as we see it would be that third parties deploy their own badges um Ooh. And, and we can use that as a revenue source for the treasury as well. Yeah, I just wanted to say it's kind of almost like a DGEN score that takes yeah. in kind of all of your actions, not just your on-chain actions. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's, mm, that's a good way to put that's it. That's quite interesting. Yeah, and, yeah uh, totally. I, but, oh, I was going to say too, is it's not like, um, it's not like a past looking completely, but like, we can uh, launch uh, new ones to help to uh, drive activity as as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And um, PK, you mentioned something earlier about treasury building. Well, that's after like the whole uh, mint and such. Could you walk me through how you plan on building this treasury? Because it seems like everything kind of hinges on you guys amassing this fairly large size treasury to generate the yield to to kind of give the boost to all the llamas uh, yeah. NFT holders. Panda and I can both talk about this. We've uh, both been working on some ideas. Um, Panda just drew up a pretty cool uh, graph, a lot of arrows going around. Um, we definitely mm. are going to be working kind of with within, well, obviously within Curve, um, but, you know, with the convex too, with uh, the convex wrapped curve, it has a, you know, uh, has the deepest liquidity. U-curve um, is self-compounding. And so we kind of want to access that because it's really going to help people with the airdrops and stuff. They won't have, you know, it's more gas efficient. And part of this all um, with like using Viper code is it's more gas efficient as well. And obviously Viper's kind of has some roots and homes in the curve convex ecosystem. And so, you know, obviously the NFTs, the llamas themselves are ERC 721s, but the badges, uh, a lot of people know POAPs, mm. um, you know, proof of protocol attendance. And well, they're ERC one one five fives, and they've really only they haven't you know there's not a huge amount of use cases for them out there, and so we're kind of making this new use case or expanding the use case of one one five fives with the badges, and they're a lot you know more gas um, friendly as well. So there aren't you know they aren't all like not everybody's gonna get their own badge like one badge is gonna be deployed and then it can be assigned to everybody who earns it through the one one five five model. But yeah, so I mean, we're going to be fly, you know, we're going to be doing some classic flywheeling, you know, everything. Tops, we love the flywheel here. Tops, we are the flywheel yes, podcast. Yes, wow. this is it. This is the home. Um, this is the home. It's, yeah, we're going to be, uh, I think we've, we've basically decided on the U-curve for the self-compounding. And that's kind of part of where um, the law of the Air Force kind of, some of that code comes into play. And um, we really care. We, we, you know, we thought about, there's so many different liquid wrappers and stuff um, for Curve. 
and we you know we we went through them all the pros and the cons um and we really do like convex uh convex's curve especially you know the new the new wrapper v2 is kind of, you just came out you can mm-hmm. pick stable right. or you can pick you know you can pick your yield and it has uh it's you know a little bit off peg but in a way right now it's a good thing for us um we think the peg's going to come back especially with the new use cases with the buybacks and uh you know in the deep deep liquidity of course the deep liquidity is is a big thing of course yeah so, so you're talking about using the the funds you receive from the mint and then to go and buy these uh, CVX, CRV or, or, or U-curve or all of these and then put it into the, the treasury. Is, is that right? Yeah. 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 And uh, exactly. okay. Panda, Panda can add here. Yeah. So um, as we said, we decided that our, like, our main treasury asset will be convex curve. As we don't have voting, we haven't mm-hmm. rolled out voting yet, you know, we can progress on to acquiring other coins as we've deployed our governance. Uh, it just made it more transparent. And now, as, as PK just said, you know, with the new wrapper, we can choose governance tokens or thing. We'll stick to the governance tokens for sure, and the bear doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so as um, way we see it is that, that yeah, we will... We'll, we'll, we will stick with the uh, convex curve at the beginning. Mm-hmm. However, we're in discussions with the other protocols um, for grants, for things, and these will then be brought in and flywheeled as well. So we've got our mint, we've got our grants, then we can take in the the, uh, the fees from trading, uh, mm. the royalty fees. If we see some nice price mm-hmm. discovery, you know, this kind of all adds up and as everyone knows, we're kind of peak bear still, or maybe just kind of creeping out of it. So mm-hmm. what we can accumulate now can can become really make a difference. Yeah, can really make a difference like long term mm-hmm. and forward. You know, I don't want to like hype anything that will be kicking out crazy yields straight away. It's like a slow, gradual build and it's non-dilutable. Right. There's other other things that that we can attract, such as uh, getting people to uh, delegate their, their voting weight towards us if they like what they're doing, you know, if they don't have mm-hmm. a lot. There's many different angles that we can come at it. Uh, so what type, you guys don't have governance from the get-go, but what types of governance are you considering? Is it going to be like one NFC, one vote? Is it going to be maybe a representative democracy? Uh, is it going to be something else entirely? Have you guys thought about the future governance of the llamas? Um, uh, yeah, um, let me take this. I think um, we need to try and keep it as simple as possible at, in the early stages. You know, we didn't want to make decisions before we had a community. Uh, you know, we've only just opened our Discord, onboarding our things. We're pre-mint. Um, it's also dependent upon uh, where we where we get our grants from and and what corresponding weights we assign. You know. Mm-hmm. We want to be positive sum. So, for example, if we get a, you know a grant from SnakeDAO, part of our delegation mm-hmm. should go towards helping their peg. You know, it can't all just be yield based. It's 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 got to help and 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 foster each individual protocol as well. Um, another part that we're still working out as our allegation uh, towards Viper development. Like we spoke about this a little bit before. Um, 
but we're eyeballing like you know a non-notional uh, percentage towards that because we think that you know incentivizing viper development long term is going to be a huge kicker for the for the ecosystem yeah uh, so we we have to then talk to our community which we can do once they're you know once we've minted out and they're holders ourselves so uh i think we've got like a few paths we're prepared to go down and then you know we'll talk to to our holders as well and try and funnel it down it's interesting uh, talking about funding viper it takes me back to 2019 when they were talking about funding ethereum development directly through ethereum inflation that obviously didn't go through but it was you know interesting that they were considering it uh they disagreed that those you know rewards should be distributed at that level but with curve i think you guys recognize that like you know viper's kind of the underdog compared to the solidity um but still has like is obviously a force and obviously has its benefits i'm not a developer i don't code but like I like do, I have done my research into Viper and Solidity, and like Viper clearly has its advantages, especially when it comes to being more, you know, gas conscious and everything. So, you know, kudos to you guys on that. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, I mean, yeah, it's important to to have multiple multiple code bases uh for Ethereum and for DeFi, and uh, Viper, you know, it's missing some of the toolkits and stuff that Solidity has. And so if we can just help even a little bit um, get some of those toolkits built and some of that more kind of back-end coding type stuff for, for new developers coming in, um, it's going to really expand the ecosystem and create and yeah. increase security. Yeah, and create a positive flywheel effect for Viper development. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. positive. Yeah, you yeah know. that's something we kind of... Uh, talk about is that we're we're trying to be this uh talent uh up up flywheel that like we're trying to pull in as much talent as we can and like keep them and like um add add to a, a what's like uh tied into the curve ecosystem and just grow it grow it grow it yeah for sure and so what's like been um working you're, you guys are DeFi guys. It's a whole different world than NFTs. So what's it like working on an NFT project? Like what are some, you know, things that are similar to the DeFi world? What are things that, you know, are different you didn't expect? Yeah, I'll, I'll say really quickly, you know, almost everyone on the team is a DeFi, you know, used to be a DeFi maxi, is a DeFi maxi. Um, now we're all kind of accepting NFTs that they can't have a use case and we're trying to prove it. Uh, NFTs it, can have use cases. Mm -hmm. It is NFT possible. curious. Yeah, <laughs> NFT yeah. curious NFT right now. <laughs> yeah, like dipping your toes. Yeah, well, more than dipping our toes now. Um, mm -hmm. But like one mm -hmm. thing I I didn't know about. A lot of the people on the team didn't know about. We started like how you know writing down the basic mint mechanics and like you know uh, the layout and how it all works and the different phases and all of that. And um, mm -hmm. one person on our team, uh, Ninika, is an NFT. Maxi and she's helped us a lot with like the NFT side of stuff. And so one thing mm -hmm. I didn't even know about, I knew like a whitelist existed and that was like um, a ticket for the whales or whoever earned it to mint, you know, ahead of everyone else. And it seemed kind of like an unfair thing in a way to me. Um, so we're, mm -hmm. well, one thing like slightly tangenting, but not, not too much tangenting, but we're like, you know, we're making sure we, we don't just, oh, all oh, the whales are going to mint, you know, all everyone in the community has a chance to get these, uh, 
like whitelist in different spots and stuff just by participating in the community, making memes, doing our like llama contest, just showing up on Twitter, showing their mm-hmm. love. So um and showing up. Yeah, just, just, show, just that's show always up. the most Yeah, that's always the most important thing of anything, is just showing up. That's eighty percent of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing I didn't know about, um, you know, I knew about whitelist, but I didn't know there's a whole nother thing called allow list now. So it's like allow list is is, you know, tier one and then whitelist is like tier two, and then there's like the general Mm-hmm. Um, open public mm-hmm. so we are implementing like an allow list um and then the allow list is basically a guaranteed mint for the first kind of whatever x amount of hours and then the whitelist is like mm-hmm. the next n- not guaranteed mint but you have a chance to compete for it you know and then if we don't mint out of course it goes to a public but um mm-hmm. we think we're gonna definitely we you know we definitely think we're gonna be minting out um through, you know by mm-hmm. the by halfway into the whitelist yeah. but the allow yeah, list do- were also, really, we're like, uh, you know, we're giving out allow lists. Uh, there's less of them available, but we're giving them out. There's, you know, special, special ones for uh, people, you know, pro- people working on the actual protocols in the ecosystem. So different teams are making sure we get a couple allow lists to each kind of team in the Curve, Brax, Convex, wider ecosystem, StakeDAO, Yearn, you know, goes list goes on and on and on, Bodium, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then also, though, um, community members themselves can be earning these uh, allow lists. So the current mm-hmm. contest we have going on, you know, there's 1,111 of these llamas. But we're going to pick um, at least 50 are going to come from people actually in the community. And we have a whole guide and stuff on how to create a llama in the exact style that we have. And we're going to, like, go through and pick the best oh, ones. Cool. We're going to assign people, you know, an allow list. And that means they can not only guarantee that they're going to mint, but, you know, maybe they'll mint their own llama. And people are gonna want to buy their own llama on the secondary. Why wouldn't you? It's your, you know, it's literally your yeah. llama. Um, so it's, we're trying to get the community as involved as you know we possibly can, um, all the way down, you know, to to the literal art. So, so you guys said, oh, go ahead, Ken. Uh, I just want to ask uh, PK real quick on the same topic. Is uh, so should Dave and I give you uh, our address now, or should we wait until like, after <laughs> the show? You know, just 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 to be, you oh, know, so we, everyone's on the same page. We got a, <laughs> we got one allow list for for each of you guys on the flywheel for sure. Yeah, uh, let's go allow. Yeah, I better get to uh, prompting my llama, which leads to my next question. Um, what's it like been working with AI to generate these llamas? You know using you've been using mid-journey i assume yeah yeah so we use what's it like prompting like yeah but how do you like perfect your prompts because these are things i think about mid-journey is is uh it's a crazy journey itself you know i've, I've been using mid-journey many months now um i keep learning and getting better and stuff i spent a long time making the kind of the basic prompt list so you kind of paste this uh prompt list that we've built mm. and then you edit just a certain couple parts of it so you edit like the pieces around the llama so like you can be like whatever uh sci-fi cyberpunk samurai llama and um and then you can change some other stuff like the color of the eyes or the background but then you know you leave all the other stuff like the 8k resolution the realistic fur etc etc mm-hmm. um i want an arizona iced tea llama oh like- <laughs> that's the thing you can make any you're create you know your mind your creativity yeah. is the only limit uh oh that would that would be really sick to see we're <laughs> i made one out of a out of a out of a Tendies a few days ago, so yeah, I think you can Ooh. totally pull it off. We've seen a lot I of gotta, mushroom like... llamas hitting the hitting the contest. Uh, oh, so what's going on is like um for some of them, you know, we use photo. I use Photoshop to touch up some llamas as well mm-hmm. and some customs. So you know, a lot of we we did a lot of research as DeFi people into like blue chip NFTs and how they work and stuff, and 
um, the different tiers. And so like Azuki's have the ghosts or in the gold, whatever um, stuff going mm-hmm. on. And um, lots of these NFT projects have like the limited 1% or 5% of them have this specialty kind of thing on them. So I don't know if you can see mm-hmm. my PFP there. There's a long with some frack size. And uh, so with, Ooh, yes. Yeah. So we use Photoshop to, to make some custom llamas mm-hmm. kind of um, with different, different, ecosystem protocols um so we have like some frax llamas and you know specialty curve llamas specialty convex llamas um in our contest i saw a pretty cool stake dow llama uh it's pro- probably going to be a winner we'll have to vote i can't say it now but it, it was pretty cool and so these llamas um you know we're, we're working on the code and everything to s- see if you know as a base um without you know pre-badge and stuff these uh, specialty llamas will all kind of have an extra boost uh associated Ooh. with them so there are they're not just they don't just look cool they have you know properties that make them rarer. Yeah, they don't. They not only look cool, but they all are cool. They are cool, and you know, people identify yeah. just like you know people have their their PFP on Twitter. Um, people will be you know in the years to come be rocking their llama, and it's not just you know like your ape or whatever like that you can rock. It's like because of the badges and the semi kind of soul bound nature mm-hmm. of it all. It's like. Not only yeah. do I have my llama, I'm like an OG. Look, I have the badge from the original mint. I have the badge from my four-year lock. I have the badge from my contribution to the risk team. Um, and it's kind of kind of be like an OG status I re- symbol. I, I really like this idea of badges because DJ and Spartan mm-hmm. just came out with a thread about, you know, the gamification of being of having an LSD. And like the game, like gamification is su- such an underutilized aspect of DeFi and crypto. And like people like to show off, people like to like, but they don't like like to say like, hey, this is how much money I have. No, they like to like have a watch or something else like that. Like this mm-hmm. could, you know, these badges could be a way of, you know, kind of showing off like not only like showing off like, hey, like this is like I'm flexing. Like no, this is like what I've done. These are like these are like my stripes. Like I, you know, I earned like it. Yeah, out. I did work. I earned it. these stripes. I mean, just, you can't yeah. buy a badge. You can't do that. You have to earn it. Yeah, yeah. You got to earn these badges. It's like you can flex like your merit and like what you contributed to the ecosystem. Which I think is a definitely miss, missing aspect to it all because there's so many unsung heroes in the background, mm-hmm. you know, that don't get enough notice. And like these badges are kind of like giving them notice, like the soldiers in the field grinding day in and day out to make this DeFi thing a thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we. Yeah, totally. And then, oh, sorry. I'll say, uh, I was just going to say, just to play off that, um, like you have this uh, badge, like proving that, you know, like I can code like a really great, uh, 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 front end and um as we were talking about uh previously is that the llamas and like the the curve uh, world is kind of the like um cream of the crop oh like a little bit oh, oh like oh, once you start to collect these uh badges it be it becomes a great uh recruitment tool mm-hmm as yeah. like the uh as the market uh turns around and like a new protocols are just getting like created 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 absolutely yeah go ahead kit yeah i I was gonna say like you know curve convex frax we all agree the center of DeFi, etc etc and but we're going to need more actual human talent to contribute to these projects in order for it to really proliferate but for someone to even understand how all this works right from the beginning is extremely difficult. So, like, I, I love oh, these yeah. ideas of, like, these learning badges to kind of get someone up to par. Like, imagine going through an interview. Or like, let's say I'm, I'm 
in the Frax core team and I'm about to interview this person. And I was like, man, I, I don't know where I can start in this interview. Do, do they already know Frax? Like, do I need to go back to V1? But <laughs> if they can just quickly check their llama badges and be like, oh, okay, this dude, this, this dude's an OG. Okay, we could just dive right in. So the llama badge almost acts as like a great talent filter for not just the curve, you know, uh, uh, ecosystem people, but for any future projects that wants to hire a community manager, for example, be like, oh, yes, I definitely want to target the most talkative llama badge people to, to be my chat moderator, for example. Exactly. You're reading our yeah, mind. You get it, man. You get it. You get it. Yeah. I don't, Hoff might want to talk a little. I don't know how much we want to say, but like on our, on our V4 or, you know, our, our rollout, like stage four plus, um, we're thinking, you know, we're thinking about some integrations with, well, I'll let maybe Hoff, I don't know what I can say and what I can't. So I'll let Hoff maybe talk about it or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, we all uh, promise not to go past two and a, two and a half today. But um, oh. like, uh, I, I don't think you... Um, Break the pack. Like, yeah, I know, <laughs> Give right? Us a hint. Like, Give us as something. We're talking, yeah, yeah. Like, I think um, as you can picture, um, you're be getting to you uh you have a treasury that kicks off like like a yield you um have um a ability to direct that and you're creating this talent pool of like a really top notch up 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 uh coders to like a designers like a uh, uh community managers you don't have to squint too hard to kind of picture how all that could come to 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 uh together um you know like we, we don't want to talk about it too much because we 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 have to launch the project but um we uh we have some some uh, really big uh plans of uh for how we're not only uh positive us 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 um but can um actually tangibly grow the ecosystem yeah a little bit of a hint, a little, just a little bit for us. Yeah, I know. I, I think a panda's coming to my um, um house right now to like turn off my computer. Yeah, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> okay. Can, can, can I ask just one general question? Like, why did you limit it to only you know one 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 one? Oh yeah, that's the easy one to answer. Is um ninety nine percent of NFT projects right? They like make. 10 layers in Photoshop and randomize it and uh, you make all your layers and then you can mint, you know, you can mint 1K, 10K, 100K, it doesn't matter. But, you know, every mm -hmm. one of these is handmade. Um, and to make the A tier, you know, uh, mid journey is, it can be finicky. Um, it can take, you know, three or four renders to get an A tier llama or sometimes it depends on the prompt. Some prompts are way harder mm. to get that perfect llama. I mean, I, uh, for, I'll just say the example, the hardest one I've worked with is trying to get like a three headed kind of, um, you know greek Ooh. mythology llama like uh, a hydra exactly okay. and um boy mid a high drama <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and you know, mid journey did not like that and it you know over 300 yeah. uh renders to get one uh, 300 like eight eight plus hours in a single see. llama and you know when you have a thousand um yeah that's a super hours. rare llama you better give that one like super super powers oh yeah it's a special one it's, yeah. it's going um it's definitely yeah yeah we have plans for it we got some oh special plans. I see, I see. Yeah, exactly. I, I figure, like you know, just um, go ahead, Panda. Oh, no, sorry, go ahead. I don't want to. Oh, sorry, I, I couldn't hear you. Can can you repeat that, Panda? 
I, I was going to say that, um, you know, we're limited to 1,111, but this is like an MVP as well. You know, mm. if, if people see what we're trying to do and it needs to expand, there is always room potentially that you could move into derivative, you Ooh. know, a, you know, a second mint that's getting way ahead of ourselves. Oh. Is always there. It depends on, you know, how the market You're getting us too excited here. Second mint. Well, one of the things okay. in our NFT research is the Nouns project. Um, just, you know, we, we looked at I was gonna say. dozens of different high quality NFT projects mm -hmm. trying to just see the different ways people did different things. And the Nouns have a unique way to slowly add to their collection without diluting, you know, based on kind of TVL yield, uh, treasury holding, uh, the current holders um, voting on it, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Yeah, dude, you nailed it. Because I, I was about to bring up the nouns because out of all the DAO or, or NFT DAO treasuries, I was like, I'm pretty sure nouns is one of the largest one. And the mm -hmm. best part is it's all in damn ETH. <laughs> so <laughs> um, yeah. like you, you, that's, that's the one you want to mimic after they have like what? Like mini nouns as well too. So to not mini take nouns. away from the main nouns. So, and I love that you're already thinking about this derivative llama or the second man or, you know, and derivative the community D llamas. has a voice yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes a ton of sense. I, I love this slow rollout, but extremely open and flexible and nimble to adapt to, like, say, increased demand. So I, I definitely think the approach you guys are taking is, is much yeah. more sustainable. And so there's something I've been in working on in the background for a bit like kind of on the side and you know you guys have the llamas for curve i've been trying to make like the cocks for fracks i've been trying to work on cocks. <laughs> yeah i'm not sure if you guys saw my grant proposal last week but i want to i don't have like have like you know this plan of like oh we're gonna like manage just like treasury this and that like not really none of that yet but like i just want to like build some nft collect because people have come up to me they message me saying like why doesn't fracks have nfts structured nfts you know, Travis in the trading group, you see Travis with his chickens. Yes, the golden chicken. Everybody chickens. loves the, the golden eggs, the golden chicken that lays the golden <laughs> eggs. And, you know, it's like, all right, we got to. I wish we came up with this like during the whole Ark Gobblers hype. Um, I was like, what if there was like mm. some Frax Gobbler <laughs> shit like that? Um, but like, that obviously didn't that matter just at, at, yeah. as quickly as it's. We don't, we don't talk about that. Instantly. Instantly. Um, it got gobbled up. Like, yeah, but no, I was like talking to a few people. I was talking to Sam and a few people. It's just like, it makes sense for there to be, you know, a pseudo swap pool would be real interesting with the NFT and Frax. Uh, you know, it's just to set that up. And I've been like talking to a few, I'm like, you know, a little bit of an update, some alpha for everyone. Um, art is like almost done. Um, then I just need to like connect it, to, like get it to a contract. Um, you know, I've, I've been talking to a few people to like help and volunteer. Um, but yeah, maybe we can do some like Frax cock llama alliance, you know, in the future. Hell yeah. That's great. Yeah. I really don't have like, I mean, I'm open to ideas. Like if anybody has any ideas for Frax cocks, if anybody wants to help, like just jump in our telegram, buy will buy. Um, you know, and uh, you know, yeah. open to suggestions. I think we could probably make a uh, badge for that. Oh, a Frax cock badge. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like thinking of like having a group chat or something of like everybody that's like and have like 12, 21 or twelve twenty, whatever. Like the date that Frax was born. That's how many Frax cocks exist, and cool. that's how many whatever exists. But 
yeah i'm like you know i'm very curious of like you know your guys's experience and like maybe there's some some way to collaborate like you know once we get frax cox off the ground like don't plan to admit just like pseudo swaps like bringing utility to frax and stuff yeah 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 totally that's something i that we've uh talked about is that um we plan to have a protocol owned uh, llamas uh p-o-l if uh, you've ever uh heard of it um but um yeah so uh i'll uh, we've been kind of, you know, talking about how uh, we can um, uh, use those kind of uh, those uh, tools like that to help um, create a li- like a like a liquidity within the project and help uh, keep the mm. the price at a great uh, place. So mm. there's um like a based a uh, uh, like a uh, ghouls um, is a great pioneer with just like with just like trying to create LP uh, yeah. pools, mm-hmm. and it's like a really cool to like a, to um, to, uh, to, uh, to to watch them. And um, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to try it on our own. Yeah, I mean, maybe we have some protocol owned cocks in the future. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's cool. I I love seeing the DeFi people get into NFTs, and you know. Maybe you see like NFT people getting to DeFi with their NFT perps and whatnot. Yeah, like that's the goal. It's, it's you know, it's all one thing in the at the end. Oh, well, wow, there's my mug. It's all one thing. Like at the end of the day, it's just like on chain mm-hmm. world where you can you know act and function permissionlessly and be able to access all these dApps that would historically have taken a lot of gatekeeping and you know this friction and this and that. But like, what's beautiful about the world on chain is it's just like one click, boom, and it's just all permissionless and sovereign um so it's really cool like what you guys are building oh thanks it's, it's thanks. nice to hear that from you guys yeah. you're, you're legit uh favorite favorite podcast one of the only ones i i listen to continually regularly you know so it's, it's great to yes. uh be on and yeah and pseudo swap really is amazing and we're not gonna you know some projects have tried to use it to create um like synthetic floors and then break and, and weird stuff like that and we're definitely not doing anything like that like we do want to use pseudoswap with some of, not all, but some of our protocol owned llamas, um, not to mess with the price, but to more create stability and to some floor yeah. and create, you know, create uh, liquidity because that's a big problem with NFTs. It's the liquidity, so we want to make sure there's liquidity um, to a certain it's a big extent. problem with fungible tokens as well. <laughs> yes, and you know, and mm-hmm. there'll be yield and all that extra. You know, there's one more little revenue source. Um, all those percent swap fees. Anytime someone buys or sells a llama from the pool, it's going to go to the treasury. You know, be kicked back in the flywheel and airdropped. Yeah, and yeah. So go ahead, Kit. I just wanted to ask, like, what are you guys envisioning as the day one utility of llama? Like, literally, right after I minted this llama, what can I do with it? Twitter PFP. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. First I'll get on so chain so utility. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Rocky Llama. On cha- yeah, Rocky Llama. But on chain utility, what can I do with my Rocky Llama? Well, that first month, um, there isn't gonna. I mean, the utility comes slowly with the rollout. So that first kind of month, as we're, um, you know, as the llamas sell, and then we begin to accumulate our treasury. Like you know, it's gonna be we're selling, collecting ETH, you know, from the sale. But we're not going to instantly mm-hmm. just day one buy all the curve we can. We're going to, you know, slowly over a month or two turn that ETH into curve at kind of key points and um, mm. maximize what we can do with it. 
And so mm -hmm. we also want to kind of create that little bit of time gap, not long, but, you know, at least a couple of weeks, maybe a month plus and um, let people flip. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the limited amount of llamas can fall into the hands of long-term holders. Of course, you know, and if the NFT G-Gens who aren't in DeFi or maybe they're experimenting, they're going to come in and I'm sure they're going to flip and all those little tiny uh, swap fees, royalties are going to, you know, come mm -hmm. back to us and really help grow our treasury early on. And also at the same time, you know, that will get the llamas into the long-term holders who really believe in the ecosystem or who want to, you know, mm -hmm. join the ecosystem as a new member. Can I stack llamas and get boosted, yeah. boosted yields? Oh, well. Llama and llama and llama. So. Yes, sir. I'll mention um, the GMX Blueberry Club here because they're one of the other, they're one of the few mm -hmm. DeFi NFT um, kind of connected mm -hmm. projects where they also have a portion of real yield through a grant through the ESGMX airdrops. And it's not, you know, the, the blueberries aren't locked, but um, to get that airdrop, you have to hold your blueberry ba basically the whole month or you won't get it. So we're implementing a similar thing with the llama where Ooh. it's like they're not locked themselves. It's not like BE locked llama. But, you know, if you don't, if you're swapping and trading your llama around or, you know, flipping them, you're not going to be getting that airdrop. You need to hold it, um, you know, for a number of weeks of that month to get the airdrop at the end of each month. And on top of that, like the ES or the, the blueberries, it's like, you can have one blueberry or, or 20 blueberries. It doesn't matter. The amount of ESGMX you get is based off just the fact that you have one blueberry plus the GMX you have staked. And I'll very much unlike that, um, each llama has its yield. So if you own one llama, you know, you get one 1,000th, one 111th of the treasury, you know, flywheel that month. If you own 10 llamas, you know, you get 111. If you own whatever, 100 llamas, you know, you're getting 10%. So it makes it so that Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't limit people to just one. So if there's a whale out there who really loves Curve and they want to buy 50 llamas, they're going to get the yield for all 50. Wow. This is a way for like Curve Maxis to be even more maxi. I can see Curve Cap just like getting 100 llamas. <laughs> and just like riding them into the sunset. He has an army of llamas. <laughs> and, you it, know. Yeah, and if that happens. Rises, yeah, rises way to Curve being number one. It boosts, you know, yeah, it boosts <laughs> the floor in a natural way. And we're not, you know, we're not about the price per se, but um, as the price does go up, you know, that 2.5, I think we've, we've nearly settled on a 2.5 royalty, which is a lot less than other NFTs that are five, seven and a half, 10. But, you know, yeah. the floor going up that 2.5 yeah. adds, you know, makes a lot more, the higher the price for everyone. Just had and as we, and yeah. as we talk about curve, we don't just mean, you know, curve the, the coin. We mean all the players Got that it. connect to that connect to it. Cause we, we would love to see, uh, 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 Frax, and we're creating llamas that are like tied to Frax. Where you Ooh. know we're creating mm -hmm. like you know Avi and Convex and Lever and all these uh, protocols that um, we're trying to you know act as this connective a uh, tissue between all of them. And um, uh, when we talk about curve, we mean like the whole. The whole shebang. The whole flotilla. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the whole llama. Yeah, the whole <laughs> yes. llama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, you know, we really take inspiration from the uh, llama risk, the crypto risk team, and the neutral part of it. Like in the, that's the thing that's kind of missing in a part in the curve ecosystem is every new stable dollar protocol or synthetic protocol or whatever it is, you know, they're voting for their best interest, not for the best interest of curve itself. So <laughs> kind of like the llama risk, we want to... Um, you know, help everyone in the ecosystem and help curve um, so that everyone can benefit, not just 
not just one protocol. Yeah, we're using, um, you know, convex curve uh, with, you know, because of the deep liquidity and stuff, but we are accumulating the other protocols as well. We're never selling any grants. We're locked in perpetuity and our votes are going to be going towards the health of the ecosystem. Amen. Um, I, do you have any more questions about the llamas? Because I have like one last question just about like curve and its place in general, and then I think we can wrap up. Okay. okay. Um, no, go ahead, Dave. Yeah. So like, you know, something that I love to ask, you know, all our guests, especially when we talk about curve is like, you have this duality in AMS between curve and Uniswap and like the different ways you go about, you know, provide, you know, being a marketplace for liquidity in the ecosystem. So like curvers or like a place an arena for liquidity in the ecosystem. So curve and Uniswap, like how does the, how do the two evolve like together? Yeah. Do you see them clashing heads? Do you see them like, you know, kind of having their own lanes like, Oh, like, you know, swaps more for like retail liquidity and they got into NFTs and while Curve is more of just like DAO to DAO, like deep DeFi stuff. Like, what do you guys think? I don't think I, maybe we can all answer. I don't think they have to compete. Um, I know a lot mm -hmm. of people are like, Max, like, you know, if you're into Curve, you hate Uni or vice versa and stuff. And in a way, I mean, I don't own any Uni token because uh, I don't see the point. There's no revenue share. Um, it's not really, it's not decentralized in the same way. Why would I own it? But I love the product, especially Uni V3. You know, I think there is different use cases. Uni V3 is really amazing. It's like a double-edged sword in a way if you don't know what you're doing, but it's one of the most powerful tools in DeFi. You don't use it to, uh, you don't use it to like yield farm long-term. You don't like say, I want to pair ETH and stable dollar no. farm it for a year. It's a tool to- so You're in and out. In it's and a out. tool to DCA, yeah. So one big use case I'll say, a lot of people don't really think about um, for Uniswap V3 is if you're in a, like a small liquidity- you know, altcoin on Arbitrum or Polygon or something like that. Um, maybe say, you know, maybe you're not like a massive whale, but say you have 10 or 20K worth of this altcoin and there's only a couple hundred K liquidity. You might incur like 10% slippage and loss, you know, if you try to swap from that um, altcoin back to ETH. Well, with Uni V3, if that altcoin is outperforming ETH, you can set an extremely tight floor and ceiling, start it with like 100% pairing on the altcoin. It's going to DCA into ETH really quickly. You're not going to incur the slippage and you're going to collect a little bit of fees. And lets you kind of trade swap without um, doing it in the normal way. Sounds like a W. Yeah, but you know, I think Curve, of course, Curve has its um, own amazing things that Uniswap will never be able to do with its governance, mm -hmm. with uh, you know, the deep liquidity, yeah. stabilizing stable dollars. Um, Uniswap's never going to be able to compete in the stable dollar launchpad ecosystem the way Curve does. I mean, I don't think anyone ever will. I think that time has passed. I remember. I listened to the, you know, the Curve Cap episode with you guys just uh, whatever, a week or two ago. And um, you're saying, you know, the VE token model, it's like everybody's copied it now. There's, um, I think the only two, you know, that are being used now are kind of the VE and the ES uh, token models. And it's like if Curve launched now, would they still be able to be where they're at? And it's, the answer is maybe no. And maybe nobody can do that. It's, you know, they already have that deep, sticky liquidity. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to redo that like that early days of DeFi happen, you can't kind of recreate it. So Curve, you know, yeah. it's here to stay. It has that. Nothing can really mm -hmm. take that away from it. Absolutely. And how do you guys think like Bouncer has executed their VE system, especially in Aura built on stop on top? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's an it's an uh, interesting platform and um, it's 
like at, at least to me it's like um you you want to be with the uh pi- the pi- the pi- the pi- the pioneer not the one that's like kind of i don't, I don't want to say copying but the, the one that's a little behind because like um crypto changes really really quickly and um yeah and like i've like, I, like i've always loved how a balancer yet you can do like 80 percent 20 percent like uh pools i think that's a interesting um, a model but um um how they have their tokens kind of more like a Bancor allowed uh, mm. uh, Humpty to get a lot of power, and I don't know how, how, where they go from um, here because you have this like monster you have to kind of put like tribute to. <laughs> What's is Humpty like a dollar well within the Bancor ecosystem? Oh, he's in a he, he's in a balancer. He like um he um has been able to kind of i don't want to say take over but like he's kind of like the godzilla in the room um when they're trying mm. to uh, 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 launch new um uh tokens or humpty pools or even yeah it's um humpty i think h-u-m-p-p-y like the humpback uh, whale <laughs> <laughs> I thought like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> yeah, yeah Humpty Dumpty he's, he's too. Uh, maybe that on, too. Humpty Dumpty's gonna dump on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. I gotta look into that more. Um, but yeah, interesting to see like you know all these different like I said arenas for liquidity, and honestly like Curve has pioneered you know this whole governance game per se like the VE system, and I feel like you guys are like the continuation of this. But in the NFT space, because you I can continue this gamification and with it, like with your badges and everything, it's really interesting, really cool. And, you know, you gave us some hints of what you guys are up to. You haven't revealed the full master plan, but, you know, in Flywheel, we'll take the breadcrumbs. We'll, we'll, we'll eat them up, you know, and we'll, you know, we'll be really excited when you come on next time. You know, when you have the big reveal, when you're past like V4 and just like, oh, like all this stuff is going on. And then it's just like, What's next? To like maybe you have your derivatives and you have baby llamas or some something like that. Uh-huh. Many waifu <laughs> questions. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. leave it there. Yeah, we'll leave oh, that for man, next breeding time. Breeding llamas. Oh, that's going to be oh. hilarious. Oh, CT is going to have a field day yeah. with breeding uh, llamas. <laughs> let's. Oh, we'll leave it off on that. Now. Yeah, a, a llama um, farm. We're just breeding yeah. llamas. And so now at you know the end of the interviews, we like to do a lightning round. We like to get to know our guests more and so kit i'll kick it off with you yeah let's let's do this uh i, I want to start off with panda here and um what was your virgin crypto experience when did you first touch the chain and uh, sexes don't count we're talking we're talking on chain here yeah? on chain you have to, first time on you touched chain, it i think my first time was bridging from a sex onto a hot wallet and panicking using Uniswap for the first time. Uh, as I got like that kind of that error or like, do you want to import this address? You're like, oh, and I, oh. like, I was like, oh shit, do I, do I want to import this address? <laughs> do I like, want to import this address? Do I? <laughs> well, honestly, 
Uh, so I, I just, yeah, I just clicked yes. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that's my that's my first memory of using like going on chain. PK, what awesome. about you? Oh yeah, um, it's pretty funny actually. It's quite a good learning experience. Um, you know, I'm American. I think it was before Binance US was around, or maybe I don't I don't remember exactly, but um, I don't think mm. I, don't, I don't know. But um, anyway, so I was through Coinbase. I was like the main the main US thing there. But for whatever reason, um, I like heard about Pancake Swap, and I was like, I need to get over there and farm. I need to get some cake. I need to farm over there. You know, BSC I need some cakes. And uh, yeah, and it was it was um, it was very difficult to get over there as an American without any BNB. So I ended up having to learn how to like my first transaction. I had to learn how to bridge like two different places because I could get to BNB, but then or you know the BSC Binance chain, but I couldn't. Uh, I didn't have any BNB, so I didn't have any gas. So I had to like go from Ethereum to Harmony and then buy a BNB on like a tiny liquidity pool of like 10K and then bridge that um, over to BSC and then use that to buy cake and then stake the cake. And of course, you know- You took the scenic route. Yeah, so yeah. Took, yeah. And then, you know, of course get rugged on a couple random, you know, random things on BSC, not knowing what's going on. And um, it was a great experience Dude, I, and I learned so much. Wow. I had so that much was the fun first farming. Time. Yeah. I had so, yeah, I had so much fun farming pancakes back in the day because when pancakes were popping off, like you had eat people seething. They're like, oh fuck this BSC. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, you know, we're like rolling in the cakes, and I'm just like, I can't believe I'm farming something called pancake swap. You know those, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, PK, uh, applaud to you for going through the um, most intense virgin experience i've heard so far it, it was two bridges so much, yeah. <laughs> also some alpha for everyone like if you're looking for bridge aggregation i go to bungie.exchange it's bungie oh, good one. It's bungie like it's phenomenal it finds you like the best rates and bri like bridges oh, Bungie's you know, great. we we use bungie uh two days ago yeah. we just made our multi-sig and um we're trying to get a we're getting a lens account we're talking to stanny and anyways yeah. we needed um we need to we want to get a little bit of Matic on our vault on Polygon. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, I don't have, I'm like traveling right now. I don't have my ledger. I just have my hot wallet. I don't have any Matic on my hot wallet. And, um, you know, Bungie lets you just kind of transfer and send. So I just sent some ETH from Arbitrum over to, to Poly, you know, and it automatically arrived as Matic. So, you know, yeah. kudos to Bungie. Shout out, shout out Bungie. Yeah. Hoth, what about you? Your first um, time touching the chain. Is this uh, any chain, or are you guys talking a your first any chain, chain. And, and, any chain, and your first chain? Oh man, um, we don't discriminate. <laughs> love is love. Yeah, love uh, is like... love. <laughs> it's a multi-chain world for a reason. I know, right? Um, so, like, uh, any good uh, noob uh, in 2017, I like, I, I, I really bought into the um, ETH killer at narratives and uh my first on chain was uh was um pulling ant uh, uh errors off of some like sketchy uh exchange that probably like closed down the next uh, morning um to try, <laughs> to try to get a a gas uh token <laughs> and just kind of trapping myself neo pops off like 2017 Holy shit! Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I felt like a genius, and then I gave it all back. So yeah. <laughs> I guess that's Many just such part of your process. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta trust Neo, the process. Right? The Chinese yeah, now it's uh, a, a killer. Neo. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, had, they, they had, had like uh, yeah. they had like uh, they had like uh, two nodes, and it was like the the like um, hottest coin ever. I remember they tried to make Neo thing during DeFi summit. They're like Flamingo Dow, <laughs> and then it, it just completely shit the bed. It was it was just, and that was the last I heard of Neo. It, yeah, you know, yeah, me like, too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, next question. Did did we lose a uh, panda. panda there? Okay, now oh, he's back. The, okay, the panda he's has back. returned. Okay. Um. So question. second question. Uh. I I want to run it back turbo, starting with Hoth here. Is what is your favorite off chain touch grass activity? What are some of your hobbies and interests? Shit. Um. I love uh camping and just like uh traveling. Like um. I I like I like to be um. I like to go to a place that's uh, far from home i think there's kind of like a truth to it if uh, you know what i mean i do i do panda how about you uh it's funny you should ask this hawthorne was 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 uh, talking to me about this like the other day saying you know touching grass again get outside speak with friends and stuff and i was like yeah don't have kids um so my my kind of kids are uh <laughs> like that's my touching grass at the moment you know uh, between between launching llamas, going outside, playing with them, it doesn't really leave much time for anything else. Um, so hopefully this all takes off, and then they can you know take some take some time off and 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 start traveling again and moving around a bit. Yeah, you and me, you and me both. Well, actually, no, I'm in the opposite of you. I've been traveling nonstop. <laughs> yeah, and so, Dave is globe trotting. Yeah. yeah. Um, leads to, I guess my, my turn. What happened to, uh, mm -hmm. PK? PK? Yeah, I'm not sure. PK. Yeah, PK. Well, anyways, we'll move on to the next one. Maybe I'll come back. But, uh, Hoth, let's go to you. Um, what would be some of your advice you would give to your younger self? Uh, uh this time's not different. This time is not different. <laughs> <laughs> I one. like that Good one. Good one. Yeah. Elegantly put. Panda, to you. Um, oh, that's hard. Um, I think, uh, like, probably try things earlier and don't put them off. Like, remember when I was younger, I'd, you know, I would say, like, there's always time, there's always time, there's always time. And there's just not just fucking go out, do it, try it. And, mm -hmm. and you know, swing. I like that one too. Okay, uh, last question here to kind of wrap it all up. Um, if you let's start with Panda here, if you know you weren't in crypto, uh, what would your professional career path be today? Oh, so I am. Um, I was in in hostels in Central America before I got into crypto. So I was quite nomadic and, you know, crypto is kind of like good for that. That was like when it was a hobby. Mm -hmm. um, I, I guess I'd probably be doing the same thing that I'm doing now, but from somewhere a lot sunnier. Uh, where <laughs> like probably close to a beach, right? Um, mm -hmm. I think it's, uh, yeah, I, I probably going back to those routes again, a bit more traveling, yeah. Okay. All right. How about you, Hoth? 
Um, how, uh, how what uh, really pulled me into crypto is that I love uh, 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 sci-fi. Uh, so I would, um, mm-hmm. you know, probably try to like explore that and and write as much as I could. Oh, like sci-fi novels and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Very fitting. Oh. Yeah. Sweet. Hope on that note. Uh, oh, what I'd be doing. Uh, oh, we got PK back. P- P- my, my phone died. Uh, I just restarted. I'm on 1% battery. It'll probably die again. Yeah. Well, we'll hit you with two questions real quick. Um, one, um, if you weren't in- actually one, um, what would be some advice to your younger self? Oh, uh, PCA out profits, you know, in a in a bull market, and um, that doesn't count. Bear market that doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> uh, Something else. Uh, I don't know. Well, um, you know, have make sure you have strong conviction. I used to, I guess, when I started, I was in, you know, I had like twenty or thirty or forty coins, like all these random altcoin positions. You can't follow it all. You don't know what's going on. Just uh, do do deep research and make strong convictions, and you know, maybe no more than five or ten. Um, you know, right now I only hold like six coins or something like that that you know i really understand and i believe in and i don't care about the price because i know where they're going my man and then uh if you weren't in crypto what would your professional career be today oh i don't know i've uh this is DeFi is all i do now um it's all i've done for a while i I don't have a backup plan right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Think uh, back to when the teacher asked you, what did you want to be when you grow up? You know? Ooh. At one point, I really wanted to be an architect. I think, um, like, designing things, designing homes uh, is pretty cool. I was, like, into wanting to make, like, a green home or, like, homes, like, with a partial hill roof. Like, you have a garden on the roof and stuff like that. But I was always, like, making a home part of nature. And it was a cool thing in my mind. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And whoever asked, like, what would we be doing if we weren't in crypto? Uh, I think I'd be in politics, actually. I think I'd probably be, like, either in state politics in New Jersey or California or the federal level, like, lobbying something. I'd probably be, like, going to law school or something like that, maybe in securities law. I'd probably be doing who, some, something along those lines. Um, if I didn't get into a much more normy, boring life, or I might have just fucked off and just like hostel and just like floated around South America for ten years. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I have two wolves in me. It's like professional Dave or Ragabond Dave. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then for me, I think I will be a uh, a watchmaker. Watchmaker, Ooh, oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, probably a watchmaker. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's the uh, path where I become sponsored by Arizona Ice Tea, which could happen whether in a non-crypto or crypto world. If Arizona, if you're listening, there's no one that reps you harder than me in stablecoins. Sponsor me, hit me up. (laughs) Yes, he is your online presence. (laughs) I need to like make like a whole video, honestly, about that and just present it to them. But that's a story for another day, guys. The llamas, Hoff, Panda, PK. Thank you so much for coming on. We can't wait to see the llamas storm out the gate and take over DeFi and take over NFTs and take over Web3 and take over everything on chain and then some. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Yeah, we're pumped. Be prepared for the llama stampede. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for watching this episode of Flywheel with 
the llamas. And you know what? It wasn't just the llamas. It was the alpha. Kit, what are your final thoughts? Dude, I, I am so excited when they mentioned like there's this now social layer on top of DeFi that kind of integrates yeah. like into this flywheel stuff. And I, I'm just seeing all kinds of integration in the future of how to apply that, like especially for like for us, right? Like we would get badges for starting the flywheel pod and like mm -hmm. being a participant and a contributor to the space. I, I, I think it's really dope. Yeah, definitely recognition is something that's underrated by crypto in general. And they've really made it a point to offer recognition to those who contribute. And I think people are maybe underwriting like how much bigger of an impact. And like, mm -hmm. you know, once people start flexing like their badges, I think you're going to see like, wait, like I want a llama too, like this and that. And one thing I really right. loved about these guys is like, you know, I just love talking to curve ecosystem people because they're just so mm -hmm. smart and so insightful. Like, you know, they're really such a natural ally to the Frax community that like, I'd like to have more curve peeps on in the future. Yeah, and I also feel like they're doing it the right way. Like they're approaching mm -hmm. DAO to get the grants and, you know, maybe there will be some POLs, you know, protocol-owned llamas, Ooh. you know. POLs, yeah. You know, and Maybe you one day know. We'll, we'll have POC, some protocol-owned cocks from Frax Cox come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. And if you want to keep up to date, whether, you know, when Frax hacks there, if you want to keep up to date, what, sorry, I had a cock in <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. If you want to keep up to yeah, if you want to keep up to date with everything flywheel, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you leave us a comment. Make sure you subscribe to our Substack at Flywheel, and you give us a follow on Twitter at Flywheel Fly. Give us you know some love in our Telegram. Let us know what you think at Flywheel Fly. You can follow me on Twitter at DeepFlyDay22. And you can follow me at 0x capital underscore K. And I want to highlight again, please go to our Substack because we've been max please. output. This is what peak performance looks like, guys. And if you're not subscribed, you are definitely missing out. Facts. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Everything said on this episode is not financial or tax advice. This channel is strictly for educational purposes and it's not in investment advice or solicitation to buy or sell any assets or to make any financial decisions. This video is not tax advice whatsoever. Please talk to your accountant and do your own research.